a lot of us have so many visions and desires that we want to see come to pass. But while we are researching, while we're spending so much time researching what we should be doing, the confidence we should be, you know, changing our mindset, getting more confidence, boosting our brave, becoming brave, boosting our self-worth. We're also forgetting that it's just as equally important to also know the things that can hinder your dream from coming to life, the things that can stop the seed from growing. So today we are going to be discussing the five dream killers. Hi, and welcome to the Raw and Mama podcast, where we discuss life, motherhood, faith, and purpose. I am your mom, friend, and cheerleader. Yes, I said cheerleader, Mary Dupaval. I am excited to have you on here and pray that you leave this episode and every single episode to follow inspired, encouraged, and motivated to step into the fullness of God's purpose for your life. Let's begin. Hey, ladies, and welcome to another episode of the Roy Mama podcast. Oh, my God. I hope you guys are having a great week. I have a quick question for you, and I'm probably thinking the answer to this is going to be yes. But how many of you have embarked on some sort of diet plan that you're like, man, this is the year or this is the month I'm going to shed the extra weight? You can raise your hand if the answer is yes. Well, we all fall in the same boat. This year, I decided to try keto. I was like, you know, I just had the baby. I'm ready to shed the pounds. Let me go on this keto journey. What I did was I looked up foods I could eat. But how many of you know that it's equally as important to also research the things that you shouldn't be doing in order to have a successful diet plan? In order to see the weight come off, you also need to be mindful that consuming certain foods might be detrimental to your diet. So your girl over here didn't do that. I came to realize that I'd been eating the bananas, I'd been eating the apples, I'd been eating the grapes, and all of those things are a no-no when you're doing keto. You're supposed to stick to berries. But, you know, I love fruits and I don't discriminate. So I was like, man, this is going to be a hard one. But a lot of us are building dreams. A lot of us have seeds. A lot of us have so many visions and desires that we want to see come to pass. But while we are researching, while we're spending so much time researching what we should be doing, the confidence we should be, you know, changing our mindset, getting more confidence, boosting our brave, becoming brave, boosting our self-worth, we're also forgetting that it's just as equally important to also know the things that can hinder your dream from coming to life, the things that can stop the seed from growing. So today we are going to be discussing the five dream killers. These are only five of the multiple and multitudes that they are. But in my life, these are the five that I have found to be very real and to be, that I have to actually be careful for. I have to be intentional about making sure that I do not do these five things. And you can talk about it, you listen in, and you can also add yours because as we go through this process, as we listen in, as you listen into the five different dream killers, you are going to find that, man, I can add some more to this list. 
And even personally, I probably could add more. So here we go. Number one, comparison. OMG. In this age of social media, comparison can be a huge dream killer. Have you ever found yourself scrolling? Your scroll starts off, you're on somebody's profile. The scroll starts off as, oh my gosh, she's doing such a great job. Oh my gosh, she's doing so great. I'm so happy for her. And the scroll turns into, but how come you're not doing enough? How come you don't look like her? How come you're not becoming, you know, look at what she's doing. You're the same age. She has kids too. Comparison can kill the thing that God wants to birth inside of you. One thing I had to realize in my life is comparison cheapens the anointing. Comparison cheapens your value. And for me, I have to be so careful. And for a lot of women, we have to be careful because comparison is a huge issue. Remember this, God has made you unique. There is nobody else that can do the thing that you can do. And there's nobody else that can do the thing that somebody else can do. But when we sit and we compare, what we're basically saying to God is, you don't know what you're doing. I probably could do what that person is doing better. And that person could probably be doing what I'm doing better. It cheapened the uniqueness, the value, the anointing that God has put inside of you. And so what will happen is when you spend so much time envious, jealous of what somebody else is doing, when you spend so much time comparing yourself to somebody else, a comparison will breed jealousy and envy. And what that will do is stifle the growth, the nutrients that God needs and is being poured into you to make your dream grow. So you got to be careful There's a seed inside of you and you want to make sure that you are focusing in and saying, God, the seed that you have given me is enough. So imagine if you plant an orange seed, but then your orange seed comes out and somehow in this scenario begins to talk and the orange seed says, you know what? I don't want to be an orange. There's an apple tree next to me that I think I would be better suited for. So it decides that instead of being an app, an, an orange tree, it wants to be an apple tree. But why? The orange tree is created and is destined to be an orange tree. There is the uniqueness. There is no other fruit that can taste like the orange. I mean, we have the mandarins. There are all of these other things, but then there's the orange. Why would the orange want to be the apple? Because what happens is when we start to compare and we want to look like everybody else, then you basically create clones. And God never created us to be just singular. He wants us to be different. He loves the array. This is why he spent his time. If not, he could have just created a factory line effect of you look like this person, you look like this person, you look like this person. But he spent his time and he molded each one of us. So you got to be careful for comparison and comparison can creep its head up very slyly. It's a very sly thing. It will creep up super sly and you won't even realize that you've fallen into the trap of comparison 
until you start to look down and the anointing, the dream, and the vision that God has placed inside of you. Number two, validation. A lot of times, I know I do this sometimes where I am waiting for somebody else to validate the dream. I am waiting for other people to say, man, this dream makes sense or this this is a good idea. But why do I need other people's validation when God has given me the validation? And this is not just other people's validation. This is also your validation. So God could give you a dream. God has given you a seed. And you will spend so much time trying to get the world to agree with you. You can spend so much time trying to have it make sense so it can be validated and in, for, in order for you to move. Or you can say, God, you've given me the seed. I'm going to move on it. It doesn't matter if anybody else agrees with me. It doesn't matter if I even understand it. But because you've spoken it, I'm going to move. Hey, have you joined our private Facebook community yet? The link to the group is in the show notes. I want you to click on it and I want you to head over to Facebook and request to join. It is time for you to surround yourself with some big dreaming, wild, faith-filled, fear-crushing women to propel you to the other side of your yes. This is a group where we believe in breaking boundaries and demolishing barriers. Are you ready for community? Click on the link in the show notes. I'll see you on the other side. Sometimes it won't make sense to the world. You will have a great idea and God would have given you. And sometimes God gives us idea before it's time. This is a personal experience. This is something that I have personally struggled with is God gave me a business idea. I didn't move on it because I was waiting to see, is anybody doing it? Does this make sense? I was doing research and it was an idea before the time, but it would have worked perfectly when we came into quarantine. I wasn't thinking that far. I had limited view, whereas God had an aerial view and he was saying, I'm giving you an idea for a time in the future and I want you to start preparing. And that is what happened. I was waiting for the people around me to say it made sense. I was trying to have it make sense in my limited understanding. Just say yes. If God has given you a seed, an idea, a dream, just say yes. You will kill the dream by waiting so long for somebody else to give you the okay or for you to comprehend it fully. That seed will die because guess what? If you plant a seed, but you do not give it nutrients because you're waiting to see, man, um, I wonder if this person is going to really like this seed. I wonder if this person likes apples, but this person doesn't get back to you. And now the seed has been in the ground for 20 days. If it doesn't get the nutrients that it needs, if it doesn't get the, the sunlight, the water, all of the things that make it or cause it to thrive, it will die in ground. Stop waiting for everybody or even for you to understand the idea or the vision or the dream that God has given you and just move, move. Just say yes and take the first step. Number three, you have doubt and you have fear. Oh my gosh, we can doubt and 
be afraid of what God has put inside of us. Sometimes it's because it's way bigger than what we would ever imagine. Oh, when the dream is beyond your comprehension, you could be afraid of failure. You could be afraid of success. You could be afraid of opinions. Man, the list is long. You could be doubtful that you're even capable of bringing this vision to pass. This is a huge one. We always think that there's somebody else who can do it better. Doubt will tell you that, man, are you sure this is for you? Are you sure you're the one that God called? And the way to respond to doubt is to say, yes, I am. I am called. And guess what? If you feel as if you're unsure whether or not the dream or the seed is from God, move on it. It's an idea. Move on it. I heard a saying, and there's a saying that says, the richest place is a cemetery. Because that is where ideas that were never spoken, those are where dreams that were never realized lie. And some of us have the next best invention, the next big invention inside of us, but we are so doubtful that the idea makes sense. We're so doubtful that we are capable to do it. And so we just basically become timid and we never move. You do not want to get to the end of your life and you say, man, that was such a great idea or better yet. You don't want to see somebody else do the thing that you were called to do because you were afraid and doubtful that you never took a step. Build momentum. Say yes. It's okay. Who knows? Are you the right person? Who knows? We don't know. We will never know until you take the first step. Number four, your past. And this is a huge one. A lot of us are using our past to disqualify us from the future that God is has planned for us. He has great things intended for us, but we are looking at our past and we are saying based on research, based on things that we've we've done in our past, we are probably not the right people for the job. And sometimes it's the mistakes that we've made that cause us to eliminate ourselves from the dream. Or sometimes it's the successes that we've had. Some of us are looking at the success that we've had and that's just like, man, I don't think I can ever top that. So guess what? I wouldn't even move. Or some of you are saying, man, I have a history of failing. So guess what? I wouldn't even move. Regardless, you are living in the present. This is the point that God is demanding is calling for your yes. He is saying, will you say yes in this present day? Do not get tied down to either the failures or the successes successes of your past that it prevents you from saying yes in the present so you can live and live out the future that God has intended for you. Leave your past. The past is in the past. Rafiki from Lion King said that. Why does it matter? The past is in the past now. Whether you succeeded, whether you failed, the past is in the past. Start living in the present. Start saying yes in the right now so you can walk towards the future that God has for you. Number five, and this is the last one for me that I have been struggling with, that I have been 
These are just the five that I know in my life that have been prominent that I have to be very careful for. Haste is number five. Haste means hurry. I have a tendency to just want everything to happen overnight. And sometimes we neglect that the dream is formed in process. The seed goes through process in order for it to see fruit. It has to go through a process under the ground. But a lot of us, we're so quick. We want to seize the fruit of our return. Like, God, you gave me the dream. I moved on it. It's been day two. It's just like when you go for your first workout, and I know some of you do this because I do too, is I work out one day and I go to the mirror and I'm like, oh, you see that? I got a six pack. Mm, Look at the arms. They're getting slimmer. Oh my gosh, I'm getting a six pack. No, you're not. It's been the first day. And so you got to understand that it's process. The fruits of your labor, the fruits that you want to see will come about the more consistent you are. Don't rush process. Embrace process because when you become, when you start to rush process, you skip over steps. And guess what? Then when you get the fruit, it's probably not as strong as it should have been. It doesn't taste as sweet as it should have tasted because you didn't go through the process because you weren't patient enough to go through the process. One of the fruit of the spirit is patience. Be patient with yourself. Be patient. It's not going to happen overnight, but if you are consistent, it will happen. So I hope that you guys, as you are on this journey to dreaming again, to reviving the dreams inside of you, to reigniting the ambers of the dreams in your past that you have possibly have been flaming out little by little, I want you to beware of these five dream killers. Beware of comparison. Beware of validation, either yours or of outside validation. Beware of doubt and fears that creep up and stifle your dreams out. Beware of your past that wants to shut the voice of your present and the future that God has intended for you. And beware of haste that wants you to skip over the process because your success is buried in process. It is deep in the process. So stay the course. I am rooting for you. I am your cheerleader. I am the loudest. Every time you want to quit, just hear my voice. I am the loudest one on the bleacher saying, you got this. You are capable. You are called and you are destined to roar. Thank you for listening in to yet another episode of the Raw Mama podcast. I hope that you left this episode feeling inspired, encouraged, and motivated to pursue and live out the fullness of God's purpose for your life. If you haven't done so already, please be sure to like, subscribe, review, and share this podcast. And throughout the week, you can always find me on Instagram and it is at Roaring underscore mama. Let's have a conversation. DM me. Let's talk a little. Let's have a chat. Yeah, we'll chat. Um, And like always, do not forget to roar because your raw matters. Thank you.